What do I cuddle on cold nights by the water's edge? This gun in my hand. elementary school. No, you know what? I'm sick of this location. It's not like we save money by building only one set and reusing it all the time. We're on the radio. We can go anywhere. This could be happening on one of the moons of Saturn, for all you know. Easy, Bill. You're right. We do use that abandoned school too often. Can you bring it back to Earth, though? Somewhere in Parabellum City. Fine. How about a warehouse on the wharf? Packed with crates of canned tuna and potted meat. That'll work. Thanks. Uh, we hear the lapping of the waves against the pier outside. Remember, the waterfront in Parabellum City is just riverside. It's not along the coast. Do rivers have waves big enough to make that much noise? The waves are caused by the wake of a barge that's chugging past. Touché. In the warehouse, in a wide pathway between crates, Falk Ziljan, inescapable hero by virtue of the fact that he carries a gun, stands over a hoodlum tied to a chair. Who's the head of your outfit? Where are their headquarters? You won't get nothing out of me. I wouldn't even tell you about my immediate supervisor, Charlie, let alone who really runs... Ah, dang it. I don't care about the low-level criminals. Let the police mop them up later. I want to know who runs the organization. Who's the brains behind the whole network? You can't make me talk even if you torture me. You ain't gonna torture me, are you? No, it doesn't work. You'd just tell me what I wanted to hear or make up stuff. But more importantly, torture is wrong. If you're willing to use evil means to achieve your ends, you might succeed, but you've sacrificed your values. The whole reason you chose to become a good guy. Gosh, that makes sense. I wish I'd talked to you before getting in with that bad crowd in Frisco and following the cuttlefish. Who? Ah, shoot. Don't tell the cuttlefish I gave you his name. Please. He's going to send Charlie and the boys to kill me if he finds out. I can keep you safe if you give me more information. No, that's coercive and manipulative. I'll keep you safe regardless of whether you tell me more. But I'd appreciate it if you do. Wow, you really are a good guy. I try. You know, you shouldn't give up on torture so easily. If our outfit was planning to poison the city water supply or blow up a building, you might save a bunch of innocent civilians by torturing or killing me. It seems like that'd be worth it. I'd be securing justice for some people by taking away justice from others. It still leaves me with blood on my hands. Think about this. Let's say a villain is going to poison the water supply, but they agree not to do it if you murder your own daughter. What kind of maniac would do that? I'm glad the cuttlefish don't operate like that. But you wouldn't do it, right? I guess I should. It would be hard, but it would be worth saving other lives. No, it's supposed to be... No, you'd feel horrible for taking your daughter's life. But I'd save all those other people. I'd be a hero. Probably get a parade. I don't know. People get a little weird when their heroes sacrifice their own children. Yeah, I guess so. So I shouldn't kill the kid? No, bad people will try to manipulate you, but you can't let them. You have to hold fast to your values and principles. Let me ask, though. How was they going to poison the water supply? Oh, I don't know. How would you do it if you was a world-class terrorist? Geez, I hadn't really thought about it. Well, I wouldn't want to get caught, so I'd have to make sure it couldn't be traced back to me. Probably wear a mask, talk through some device that changes your voice, so even your trusted underlings don't know your true identity. Then send one of them out with the poison to drop it in the river. No, they could still trace it back to you. That's how I caught up with Proud Mary a few years ago. Remember the riverboat queen? They were increasing docking fees, so she tried to poison the river. Her stupid henchman ended up pouring fluoride downstream so it bypassed Parabellum City and drifted to Santopolis. Somebody did a study and confirmed the citizens of Santopolis had fewer cavities compared to Parabellums that year. So how would you do it? 
I think you could protect yourself better if you wrapped it all up in politics. First, you get members of your terrorist outfit or death cult elected to political office. Not local government, but state legislature, preferably the governorship. Then you claim the mayor and aldermen of Parabellum City are flubbing the finances. Which is true because we're in a depression. Finances is bad all around. You appoint an emergency manager to straighten out the books. You give him power to overrule anything the mayor or aldermen want to do. Then you don't dump poison into the water supply. You shift the water processing from the local supplier to a different nearby community, one that uses different chemicals in their water treatment process. Instead of adding a protective coating inside the lead pipes still used throughout Parabellum City, you use chemicals that allow the lead to leach into the water. And there you go. Kids get sick, people die, but it happens gradually over time. Gosh, a conspiracy like that is hard to keep everybody quiet. Wouldn't it slip out? That's the beauty of it. No one is actively adding poison to the water supply. It's systematic negligence cloaked as cost-saving measures. You paint it as a disagreement between factions of state and local government. Even some of your victims getting poisoned will blame the mayor and the aldermen, the people who opposed the change in the first place. The lynch mob looking for who's responsible will have forgotten about the emergency manager. Wow. You're not taking notes about how to do this, are you? No, I'm bad, but I'm not that bad. I'm glad you're not the planner for a terrorist organization. And I'm glad the people of these United States are too smart to elect members of a death cult who would do such a thing. Yeah, that would be really flinty of them. What? You know, people who did that kind of thing would be really hot-hotted. Flint. Their hearts would have to be made of flint. Right. Flint. So tell me more about the mastermind of your outfit, the cuttlefish. Well, the first thing you need to know about the cuttlefish is he's not... <sighs> what happened? A knife in the back of his neck. It came from the direction of that window. Someone didn't want him to talk. <laughs> I didn't even know this mug's name. Hood. What? My name's Hood. Victor Hood. Oh. Well, if you're still able to talk, tell me details about the cuttlefish. Like I said, the thing you need to know is he's not... A second knife. I really should have closed that window. Hood, can you hear me? Do you have enough oomph left for a few more words? <laughs> Your betrayal of the organization is not the worst thing you've done, Hood. The real reason I silenced you is because you called it Frisco. That is so corny. Nobody who's actually from San Francisco calls it Frisco. He can't hear you, dummy. I'm not from there. I'm from San Badu. That's why we call it Frisco. That's no excuse. Is he gone? Can he hear me? I don't know. I'm not a doctor. You haven't heard the last of me either, Falk Ziljan. <laughs> Wait. Are you one of the outfit's assassins, or are you the cuttlefish getting his own hands dirty? I thought it would be obvious from my laughter. I'm the cuttlefish. Normal assassins wouldn't waste time laughing maniacally, would they? They'd be in and out as soon as they could. I pay them to be efficient. Dumb name, by the way. The Cuttlefish? Shut up. I'm gonna kill you next episode, jerk. <laughs> Hold on, Hood. I'll get you to a doctor. It's a better name than Falk Ziljan. Huh? How do you like it? Hey, cut it out. Mom, do you ever feel... You know, not so knowledgeable about mollusks? Sure, that's why I read the encyclopedia, but only one that's authored by Americans. Who has American authors? Funk and Wagnall's new standard encyclopedia. You'll find mollusks in volume 18, covering the topics mafia through neat. You're making that up. Don't give me back talk. Sorry, Mom. Trust Funk and Wagnall to help you feel informed.
by Americans. Trail of Tentacles, episode 76 of This Gun in My Hand, was cuddled by Rob Northrup. This episode and all others are available on YouTube with automatically generated closed captions of dialogue. Visit thisgunninmyhand.blogspot.com for credits, show notes, information on how to subscribe, and to buy my books, such as Little Heist in the Big Woods and Other Revisionist Atrocities. How do I make waves? With this gun in my hand. <laughs>